0: Get your eyes off the screen, Colin Keller. Stop paying Fortnite, you addicted individual, you. But it's been an extraordinary success story. The most famous game this year.
1: It has been. And I wonder if you had to take uh, in all the accountants and give them a Fortnite to review randomly other accountants' work so that only... You know, then they could pick each other out and say, who got it right, who got it wrong, until only one set of accounting is left. That would be a very good thing to do, and kind of is a very weak way for me to try and start telling you about this game, Fortnite. Fortnite Battle Royale is what it is, and it is a very popular game. And we've, we've covered a good couple of games. We've covered Minecraft, Dota 2, Pokemon Go, and this one is bigger than Pokemon Go, which previously was the big game, the phenomenon, the one that people were talking about and causing accidents and traffic jams and all sorts of things for. <laughs> uh, but it's got a remarkable history, and it is one very clever business. It has generated over a billion dollars in revenues, and it's only about 14 months old. It was released in September last year. It has got more people playing this thing than any of the other games uh, prior. And it's as I say, done this in less than a year. So let's go for a little bit of a little bit of history, um, because it's quite fascinating. The, the the genesis for the game is around 2010. The the creators, Epic Games, uh, were looking to uh, build a game called Fortnite that that took its idea from Minecraft itself, a hugely popular game where you uh, you mine things and then you craft things. hence Minecraft, but at nighttime, you you got to build yourself a shelter because the zombies come. And Fortnite was going to have you find resources, build a fort, and when night comes, defend yourselves from the zombies. Possibly for like two weeks. Fort night. And while they were busy building this, they were actually looking to develop a much cleverer tool that Epic Games has got. Because these days, computer games use up a lot of processing power to make those beautiful graphic environments and respond very quickly. There's a lot of computational work that has to happen on some chip somewhere. But not everybody has got access to very high-end computer uh, equipment and certainly for mobile gaming you don't want to make the phones work that hard you'd rather have it do somewhere else and the way they do this is with game engines and Epic created the engine called Unreal and at the time they were busy working on Unreal Engine four and the very clever thing there is rather than game developers having to write all that code to do to do the work, they would make that uh, code available free. And if you have a hit game, you pay for how many people are using it. If you have a dud, you don't pay anything at all. And rather than Epic having to keep churning out hit games, they would make a fantastic games engine. And when whoever came up with a hit game, they would start getting a return on that investment for making great uh, uh, gaming engines. Uh, So now we come to the specific one, this battle royale Deathmatch, which if you've seen the Hunger Games, you kind of know how it works. You take a bunch of players, you stick them in a, in, in a single place. They're constrained by space. There is a, a random and uh, a different kind, strength, weapons, and, and sort of resources for keeping yourself healthy spread across the map. Uh, you've got to find it, and you've got to uh, kill the others while yourself not being killed. And the name comes from a 1990s novel of the same name, Battle was turned into a movie, uh, which had a game player... Uh, create in minecraft he, he built a little version of it where you could go and play that in minecraft he then uh, did a version of that in Daisy. this is just a list in Daisy, and then it was created in h1z1 and i'm mentioning this list because you think did they come up with a great new thing and the answer to that is no they were one of the last to come up with it because the real fancy version came out only one month before this battle royale came out and was called player unknown underground and get this it was built using the unreal engine 4 and so Epic effectively thought these games are doing quite well, these death matches. Their game was a zombie game. And they weren't going to look to do this thing. But they said, hey, why not? It's not too difficult for us to create a quick new game. But what they did want to keep was this crafting element. So rather than just finding weapons and shooting everybody, you could build structures to defend yourself or get yourself
0: somebody. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but this is just the latest version of Age of Empires, which is 20 years old, isn't it? It is. and And, and the problem it
1: would have run into because they gave the game away free, is like so many of these other games is like wow, hugely popular, not very profitable. And this is where I think what they've done, and again not unique only to them, but in bringing all these little components together, created the perfect storm of gaming, you know, opportunity. So the first bit by giving it away because it wasn't going to be the original game, the the other one, uh, PUBG as it's better known, that was sold, mm. that was $30 to buy that. By making this free, they didn't really need to get a return on it. They just wanted to see, could we drum up some uh, you know interest in this thing and then sell our other game, actual Fortnite? Uh, the other thing that comes from a lot of these games is that you play through levels. Uh, and when you get a bit stuck, you say, well, can I just give you $5 and then give me a better weapon or give me better armor and then I can advance to the next level. So the so-called uh, pay-to-win games are not... You know, big, not, not everybody likes it because you get somebody who comes along who's got $100 and all of a sudden he's sort of top of the pile and somebody who's been slowly working their way through it feels like, well, that's unfair. So one, they decided not to do that. But secondly, the nature of these death matches is you can't keep weapons. You have to go and find them and then you play each round over and over again. <laughs> so they said, we're going to let you have, uh, skin. So the little outfits that you wear, they make no difference to your ability to play. Is what you can buy. Or there's a little glider you use, which, again, it glides. doesn't matter what it is. But some is an umbrella and some is whatever else. And you could buy those once you'd reach certain levels. And people really love this. They fell for it. They fell for it. And it's a similar insight. Can you remember when we were chatting about Lego? And the the small data insight that they got when they went to ask that little 10-year-old in Germany what his most prized possession was. And he says, a worn-out pair of shoes because they showed he was a skater. And it would have taken him months to get that particular wear on it. Well, the skins you run around with in this game show how long you've been playing the game. Admittedly, only a year. But makes you unique because they don't leave those skins available there all the time. And this is where it gets really crazy. There are people who are selling the account. Remember, the game is free. Selling the account that has those skins in them for upwards of 30,000 rand. No. Matt, then let me tell you about this guy. And, and for everybody who says, get the children off those computer games, there's no future in it. For those children, remember this name. Tyler Ninja Blevins. He's about 23 and he plays games. He has recently really taken to playing Fortnite. He makes about $400,000 a month playing games he uh in april last year set a new record from the number of people and i know you've laughed before when i told you about twitch the online streaming game where you don't watch videos you just watch people playing games and he set a record with over half a million people watching him play no. this game no be- no because he was playing with drake the the rapper uh he then organized a tournament where he was going to play against people in las vegas in a huge dome an esports dome as it goes, and broke the record again. Over six hundred and thirty thousand people tuned in to watch him play games. And he regularly gets lots and lots of people watching his games. I went to go and have a look last night, he was online, he had uh, eighty thousand people
0: watching no, him play for for a little fun. bit. So it's absolutely I mean, mental. Ron's very grumpy with us. He's saying I can't believe the money shows degenerated into video games. It's not degenerated. This is the future, like it or not, Ron. I know, you know, you can't stop the world and get off. So, you know, get used to the idea. I'm stunned by the fact that half a million people would watch somebody, with two people, famous people, playing video games. But yeah, it's a business of the future, and it is unusual. Colin Cullis, thank you. Pleasure. Colin Collins, Business Unusual, correspondent on The Money Show, the extraordinary story of Fortnite and PUBG and the evolution from games that kind of I might have played many years ago when I had time. And you just go, my goodness gracious me, the world is changing is it for the better. Oh, I've reached that age.